Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Manny. My name is Alex. And my name is Brandon. And together we are... The Nerdline. Nerdline. The Nerdline. <laughs> you know... <laughs> Uh, you know, I just, I just know that we're never gonna get that down. It's, it's, <laughs> it's who we are. I was waiting for you guys. Yeah, we, I think, you know. I think we're just gonna have to get a recording. It, it's, it's. <laughs> I think, yeah, we're gonna have to do a pre-recorded thing each and every time. We'll look over some music or something, but you know, there, there's never gonna be any symphony. Maybe we can us. get Pedro Pascal on cameo or something. <laughs> Pedro Pascal. Wait, Pedro Pascal, like Pedro Pascal, like in Mandalorian, or Pedro Pascal in Wonder Woman 1984. We'll talk about. He, I'm sure he's right. cheaper as the Wonder Woman version. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, everybody. Well, welcome to the very last episode of the Nerd Lot for 2020. Um, we've had a good run this year. It's been a lot of hit and misses, I should say. There are a lot of pauses in between, but a lot of positives. And one major positive is that we've brought on Alex Munoz to join us and officially become part of the Nerd Lot, to which, you know, uh, dude, uh, having you on is a great, great pleasure. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. It's been a lot of fun and I, I see no reason why it will not continue to be fun. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll, we'll do the best that we can and make sure that, you know, you, 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 you do know that like, you know, we have to break you in first officially. And, and one thing uh, Brandon and I established right, right from the get go is that we do have our own game of slap and tickle. So <laughs> should you participate <laughs> That's yeah. what you have to That's go available to our Patreon subscribers at five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Fans and only, an, right? And, and for an extra ten dollars a month, you will see me do an old-fashioned reach around. That's right. <laughs> Snoochie monkeys. We're talking about playing music, right? <laughs> Wait, what's the show about again? I forget. But anyway, <laughs> it's a family show. We're a family show. It's a family show, you know, like a what, like a family, like grown ass kids, you know, where the kids are already in their late like twenties, yes, or when like the kids are three years old. That's fine. Either way, we're here. Um, but anyway, Brandon, what do we have uh, today? We're going to talk about a couple of things. We're going to talk about um, Wonder Woman eighty four, which a movie just came out on HBO Max and in some select theaters around the world. I think that's what um, we're talking about. A little bit, yeah, just a little oh. bit. We're going to mention that a little bit, and then we're I, just. I, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> oh buddy buddy hold on and then we're just gonna pretty much freestyle and talk about this year um and uh, this episode should be about 30 minutes 35 minutes or so but you know we'll talk about wonder woman let us get that off our chest and then it's kind of reminisce about this this year and whatever whatever else kind of comes up because this is like manny said the last episode of the year um, we took a long hiatus as covid kind of ramped up and we came back right as mandalorian came, came back brought alex on which has been a huge plus and um, so we can talk about all that good stuff. But I think we should go to Wonder Woman. And I'm going to turn it over to you, Alex. Um, give me your thoughts on this film. Because we all, I think everybody who watched this already had the group text. And I've already, um, if you're a fan of this movie, you probably saw it immediately. So take it away. What were your raw thoughts after watching this? And you could even say your raw thoughts midway through it. Uh, the family show. <laughs> Completely and utterly disappointed mm. uh, because of everything that the first Wonder Woman film was. Uh, frankly, you know, we talk a lot about the Mandalorian, but even that had an impact, right? What the Mandalorian could be taking something from a, a, a comic, taking something from a science fiction uh, film and, 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 and what it could be and the places it could go and the emotional impact that it could have. And this had nothing. This had absolutely nothing. 
uh, I, I don't want to rewatch the film. I found myself during the film being very uh, confused about what they were trying to do, what, what, what message they were trying to give us. Uh, in, in terms of the film itself, it was incredibly slow pacing, very disjointed. I thought the action sequences, uh, for the most part, were not very good. Uh, th there was a scene there that uh, that I saw where it was clear that it wasn't even Gail Godot. It, 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 it was a stunt woman. The stunt woman was about 50 pounds bigger, had in much longer hair. Uh, I'm not sure it wasn't a guy, okay? But was it Chris Hemsworth? Maybe, maybe <laughs> they're trying to incorporate Thor into this. But the or, fact or that in a, in Gina a big, big budget <laughs> film maybe. like this, there's so many things that stood out, both from a storyline perspective and 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 just from a a, a filmmaking perspective, uh, just it blew me away at how bad it was. The big showdown between uh, Wonder Woman and Cheetah, the character played by Kristen Wiig, Meow. was filmed. And uh, I, I think it was a film in a dark room. I, I think it was filmed by Moonlight. And um, I, I'm not sure who won. I think it was Wonder Woman. Um, and I, 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 it was funny. Manny posted something on uh, Facebook about three hours prior to the film, to, 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 uh, prior to me watching the film. And he said, well, so far, 30 minutes in, and uh, this isn't going anywhere. Something along those lines. And yeah, I, it was uh, about an hour and 15 minutes in, and, you know, there I'm, you go. I'm sad to say that I'm, I'm not digging it. And I told him, yeah. you know, shut the fuck up, because uh, I don't want to know anything about it. About an hour and 15 minutes in, I was telling the whole world, this is a piece of shit. Or not the whole world, but, you know, my family who is on Facebook with me. It's like, this is... This is terrible. This is garbage. I wish I didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know what? Immediately after it was over, we flipped over to Ridiculousness on MTV. Oh, good for you. You know, the show with Rob Deerdeck. And, and I told Diane, I said, uh, we could have just spent the last two and a half hours watching Ridiculousness and I would have had a much better time doing that than what just happened to me. Now, before we proceed, I just do want to say one thing, especially for the listeners out there, because I got so much shit on Twitter for saying that I didn't like it. At no time did I say that the movie was terrible or that it sucked and it was. blah, blah, blah. No say. I, I would just I just flat out say that how disappointed I was with the movie. And I got so much shit on me because of that, calling me a chauvinist, basically mm -hmm. Saying, you know, and I would try to explain myself about why I didn't like it or why it didn't work for me. And then they would go on to say that I was mansplaining, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> um, but, you know, I just want to I just want to establish right here the baseline. You know, us three, we've known each other for years. We are not so chauvinist. Right. At least we're I like to think that we're very progressive dudes. Right. I, I support my feminist wife, you know, I've, you know, your Diane's, you know, they're all kind of feminist, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and very strong so women. We yeah. love strong women in our lives, such as we love strong women in film. Yep. We love strong female characters, empowered female characters. We're all for it. We, we, we thrive on it. All right. So before you just label us as like these sexist pigs because we're saying that we don't like it, that is not the case. I promise you. Um, I also want to piggyback. We just like good characters, regardless yeah. of gender. Who gives a shit? Like if you're a good character, like and we were Manny and uh, man, Alex and I were talking before you joined. It's like 
we shit on the Green Lantern because it sucked. And it's just if if it's not good, it's not good. And it, yeah. it's just that's it's very simple. Um, you know, there are plenty of of actors, um, men, women who are not good. And it's just this is what it is. Um, yeah, there's plenty of movies that get greenlit and they're terribly written, poorly directed, and they should, it just they make it yeah. because studios push them out. Um, it is and what also, it is. And we're and, not the only ones with this opinion, by the yeah. way, right? And and also, also, we're not, you know, just don't label us as like, you know, like uh, Marvel geeks, Marvel fanboys. We're fanboys in general, okay? Uh, you you know, look, look at me. I'm wearing a Batman uh, t-shirt right Tell now. Tell Marvel like, to guys, stop producing good stuff. <laughs> you guys you guys know that I am a hardcore DC fan. So even, even all these DC movies in the extended universe that they've released, even the crappiest ones... There, there's always something that I can like find something that I can defend, right? Like there's something like yeah, but you know we could work, may have worked, or we could have just improved on this and that, blah blah blah, you know. And but movies like except for Suicide Squad, fuck that movie. It just it's a terrible goddamn movie. <laughs> it is the first time I go to watch a movie in a theater, and I, I as soon as it's over, I'm yelling at the screen. Okay, so it's the second one out yet? No, not yet. Okay. That said. We're, we're very fair when it comes to the movies we uh, review, okay? We, we're very, very fair. So this one, I'm watching it, and I can tell you, when, the moment they announced this movie, I was so excited for it because I loved the first one. I loved it so much. I, I, I remember the scene in the first one where she crosses no man's land, right? I almost cried at so beautiful. At just that moment was just so beautiful, right? And every and then you hear the music, right? I'm like, oh yeah, fuck yeah! I wish I had tits. And that's how empowered it was that that moment, right? Bigger, bigger ones. And then I remember, I I just remember my wife just feeling so proud of it and this and that. And even though the third act, yeah, a little weak, but we overall very much enjoyed it. So I was very much looking forward to the sequel. And, and I had I was and I'm a person who defends Patty Jenkins. And even before I saw this movie, when they announced that Patty Jenkins is directing Rogue Squadron, I'm like, all right, cool, yes, yes, exactly. Right? You know, like hell yeah. We we've learned to like she can she can carry a big film, right? So all right, so then we knew that there were really good people behind this project, except for maybe Jeff Johns. Fuck Jeff Johns. And. Zack Snyder and Deborah Snyder, their names are still attached to it. So, eh, right? So, that said, maybe I did go in with expectations that were maybe a little too high. But at the same time, I'm like, I just want to be entertained, right? If I'm yeah. at least entertained, then, then DC did its job. Yeah. But with this one, within the first 15 minutes, it lost me. It just completely lost me when they were in that scene at the mall. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck off!" Yeah, like, ah, fuck off with this uh, shit. And and I'm and I felt, but I almost felt guilty too for thinking that way. I'll it's tell like, you this. Just... Go, oh, go ahead, Alex. No, no, go ahead, please. I, I'm I'm actually a bigger fan of DC Comics than I am I am of Marvel. Uh, I love the 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 Warner Brothers Justice League cartoons. Which, if you have HBO Max, look for the Justice League cartoons. There are quite a few of them available uh, for, for viewing, free. Shit, fantastic. dude, we grew up with Super Friends also, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Fan fantastic uh, animated films. The live-action ones, though, 
hot garbage. It, 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 it just, this one was, was awful. And the, the statement that we are, you know, chauvinistic, misogynistic uh, group of people because we don't like uh, this film it is frankly just utterly and completely insulting. Some of the best characters that we believe that we support uh, that have come out this year have been in, in, you know, there are female characters in the Mandalorian, right? The, the Fennec, the, the, the Cara Dune, uh, uh, Bo-Katan. Ah I mean, amazing. Ahsoka Tano. Yeah. And that's uh, just so, one, and that's just one show. That's just you one know? show. Even, even the just villains. One show. Even the villains. And, and Black, Black, Black Panther, you know, fantastic female characters in there. Fantastic. Supportive. Oh, yeah. Just great characters you know uh, uh people keep pointing to oh well you didn't like this one you didn't like captain marvel you didn't support it because it's a female character no i liked my captain marvel i i, I didn't think okay. captain marvel was was all that bad i i was more than okay with it yeah it felt like but, a 90s movie 100 felt like a 90s movie but mm -hmm. but uh th this character was just very very poorly written very it just it was it was hard. It was hard to take. It, okay. No. No. So, no. All right, Brandon, your initial thoughts on it, man. Um, my initial thoughts were that it was definitely too long. Um, that there was the the message was the end message was okay, but it just took forever to get there, and um, I didn't like there was that there was no repercussions at all. Like at the end of the movie, minus the mid credit scene. You were exactly where you were at the beginning of the movie. Like, yeah, like nobody went to jail like, or nothing. No, right? there's no development, no, no growth, um, and no accountability either, which is a huge part of this. And in, in all comic movies, right, you want to see people held accountable for their actions. Um, and this one, there was no accountability whatsoever. It was just like, okay, well, I just renounce it and I'm cool. Um, very religious yeah. aspect right it, like i can just very, wash away yeah, my sins by... very judeo-christian thing yes like, uh, like, yeah. i can just and i, I can just thought total, about that i can be a total fucking asshole six days a week and then i go and repent on sunday and all is good right yeah and, and, yeah. and not enough wonder woman like this is a lot of yes. diana a lot of diana um and and that's okay but people what? if you're gonna make a movie called the adventures of diana and chris pine like nobody's gonna watch it yeah it's exactly. called wonder woman because we want to see wonder woman we want to see awesome right. action sequences um and you uh, to your point manny the fight scenes were slow and um it, it could have been better they were cute and cheesy sometimes with the, with the little girl in the beginning but that, it's like it, 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 but well, it, like I, you know they're hitting uh, low hanging no, fruit no, now, no, right? okay, all right hold on hold on mm. That, when you say the little girl in the beginning, I'm talking about the flashback and Themyscira. Oh no, I'm I'm, so, I'm talking about um the mall scene. Um, okay, okay, okay. So going back into Themyscira, that the flashback, right? Yeah, the beginning. That's very they, beginning of the movie. Yeah. And they and they is I was having so much fun with that sequence. It was cool. I was having a lot of fun with it, and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm really digging it. I'm digging it. It's gonna be this. Oh, it's gonna be so great. And they set foreshadowed basically the tone, the 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 theme of the movie which is you cannot become a hero by cheating. You cannot become a hero based yeah. on lies, right? So I'm like, all right, cool. This is obviously going to set up something where Wonder Woman is going to go and out become a hero, but it's based on some sort of lie. Like she's not completely honest. And then the rest of the movie, everything's going to spiral because of the lie. It's just going to snowball and all that kind of sort of thing. And I'm like, all right, cool. But no. So – 
It no, not at all. None, none, none of that was in it. No, like at no point did I feel like she. What does she lie about? The fact that she just wanted to fuck Steve Trevor again. Yeah. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. You know, I. It, that no. part angers me. I don't even remember her making that wish. It happened so fast, you know. Well, it's just she, like, she 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 never says it out loud, right? You you see her like, what would she wish for? And she puts her hands on the knew. stone, and we knew what she wished and, for. And then right? that little wind happens, and it's like, oh, we know, yeah. we know what's going on. But at no point throughout the movie, at no yeah. point throughout the movie, did we get the sense that she may have cheated somehow, or yeah. she had been living a lie somehow. Yeah, and then became a hero like what the fuck I, I i said it i said it one of our last shows the best villains are the ones that have a motivation that makes them feel like they're in the right right like they're not doing anything wrong they're trying to save the world and this is the way it has to be done they they've achieved something and this is this is for the betterment of people right they, they, because they're the most interesting their motivation Kristen Wiig's character, yeah. yeah. Kristen Wiig's character, uh, Cheetah, was not written in that way. She was a goofy, you know, gal who 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 hadn't been treated very well in life, what have you. And then she becomes this power, and she doesn't want to give it up. So I I get that, but I would have loved to have seen like better motivation behind if she had been more downtrodden. You know what I mean? Like more picked on. Something that really really put her in a place that like she had a lot of this anger inside of her because you never got that feeling like that yeah. th there was this anger boiling in her and she, when she finally got a chance to show somebody that she wasn't this weak timid little character that 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 would have pushed her and said no I'll never be that again and 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 because of that this is what I'm going to be able to do with it. So I never want this to go away. Something. Yeah. yeah and that was never know, there. And don't, don't even get me into the original like origin story of Cheetah with yeah. Barbara Minerva. Yeah. Right? So, you know, with the, the it's just completely different from what we saw yep. here. Now, yep. it, now, Cheetah in the comics, in the years of years of comics, is actually one of Wonder Woman's most formidable opponents. Yep. Yep. Right? She's yep. kind of like around in the same way that the joker and the penguin and the riddler are around to batman you know yeah and she's like that to to uh wonder woman and in this she was cheetah for what five minutes yeah yeah the transformation uh was so fast yeah um it, it would have been nice to see her go from like like alex was saying some character development like when yeah. she was beating up that homeless guy if she sees that other homeless guy, she recognizes for her to snap back to regular Barbara and be like, oh, my God, like had these moments of inner battle. Right. It was, yeah. Yeah. It went strictly to nah, screw yeah, everybody it, else. It, she was just kind of like, yeah, yeah like, like like at one point, like she could have said, like even the scene when they're in the White House, when when Wonder Woman says, what are you losing? You know, Barbara. And then and then she just kind of like it just kind of goes nowhere. It goes nowhere. I I. Your charm. You're like charm. <laughs> no, I will say that that sequence in the White House was was fun. You it know, was. whatever whatever oh, yeah. sequences they were they yeah. were fun, except for the yeah. one on the road. That one seemed like I'm like that it was... just it just seemed poorly staged. When they right? introduced that's that's a scene where where you saw the, her her stunt double, where you clearly saw yeah. that it was her stunt double. The, the part I didn't hate, I, I hated in there, and again, that, that godlike, Christ-like figure, however 
is that scene at the very end of that chase scene where she saves those two kids, right? Mm-hmm. I, I I thought that was uh, that was. Or was she's flying like? like yeah, yeah. I, I thought yeah. that was silly. I, I I didn't think there was much in there. You know, there is poorly there, executed. There are parallels that I I thought when I was watching this, I was thinking to um, kind of like the lightheartedness and campiness to Richard Donner's uh, Superman. Yeah. In 19, what, 78, right? And then also in Superman Returns, kind of like that campiness. And the parallels that I saw to this was when um, Clark was kind of, he kind of sacrificed his powers mm-hmm. to be with Lois, right? Yeah. And he started becoming weak and all of a sudden he realized, oh my God, I can get, I can get my fucking ass kicked, right? And he does. And he does. And, and he and, does and yeah. all that. So I kind of saw that, right? I kind of, they, they kind of should have played onto that a little more where like, She's losing her power, so right. she kind of has to cheat a little bit. Yeah, no, you know. Yeah. Uh, but no, so so many they they, just, they couldn't figure out what they wanted her to be in this film. If that if it was going to be that road or, yeah. or or what was going to be her purpose in this film. Yeah, and also the whole storyline with Steve Trevor, they could have just terrible. left it out completely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and- leave, leave leave Steve dead completely. Yeah, yeah. maybe a flashback, a memory, could, if you wanted him in the movie at all. They, um, there was yeah. just too much about them. Like, I don't, I, I, I could give a fuck about him trying to pick an outfit, you know? <laughs> that uh, that like, whole scene was That stupid. whole scene felt like 20 yeah. minutes long. Yeah. yeah then, it was definitely had no, nothing. And, 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 and how then, do we know, how do we know that it's the 1980s? Let's go walk in the park. Oh, look, there are some people yeah. doing something called breakdancing. Other, other that than was a like, very 80s thing. Other than like, maybe the outfits. Let's go to the mall. Yeah, then, much they, but did you notice that everybody on. else dressed as if they were supposedly 80s, but Diana Prince did not? You know what I mean? There was nothing about her that 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 said she no, was. There I was even some forgot she had her the, job. I was like, I, how does she have this like awesome job? Like it and, just happens to be a gemologist. Like, and, and she never ages. I mean, how did that happen? She's been around. She's been working there for 50 years, but she looks exactly the same. Oh, you know, it's like. You know what it felt like? It felt like one of those Hallmark movies. You know, young girl who can't find time for love, super successful, but will never find the right guy. We were basically you know? watching Gem and the Holograms. Yeah, yeah. It you was know, a, what was this? What, 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 what are we doing here? It was. It was so like, where, where, where are they going with this movie? And and another parallel to the Richard Donner Superman is Pedro Pascal's performance. Yeah, he was very cartoonish, and he reminded oh, me of was Lex over the top, Yeah, he reminded oh, yeah, me sure. of Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor yeah. in those movies, which yeah. I love, by the way. I, yeah, I really like yeah. Them, but they're not; they're also not perfect. Um, it, it felt like Superman Part Three. The one I wouldn't, I, you know what? I, I wouldn't even remember there was a Superman Part. Was it four? The Quest for Fire, the, or something the Quest like that? for Peace. Yeah. Or that one, yeah, yeah, and 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 I would put this one behind Superman Four Quest. (laughs) It was, it was not. It was. I I really would. So then, all of a sudden, and so then, all of a sudden, there, the third act, the third act, that's where it finally started picking up again. But then, by that, by then, it was just too little, too late. Yeah, you know, with with the fighting and all that, and and don't get me started into the fucking flying. 
<laughs> okay, look, look, I, I think we should end. I, I, I think on. we should end there. Um, have to, we have a flying conversation, and then we'll move on to, to the year-end recap. Um, because I definitely want to talk about the flying thing because that's one thing that Alex mentioned uh, in our group text. Um, She's flying for thirty fucking minutes, and then she just ends up back in her fucking apartment. She's like flying like she's, she's like. She's flying. How big is DC? Where she's flying for thirty fucking minutes and she ends up in an apartment. <laughs> for, she's flying for thirty minutes. Oh, we from didn't DC. see it. I thought she was. At, she would have been in Boston. No, All no, right? she was she doing never, circles. You didn't see. She you, never you, flew you, again. Yeah, you didn't oh, see it again. Circle this. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it, it was definitely like Alec made a point. Like, well, if she need she can fly, why does she need a plane? And um. And then. Uh, I, motherfucker I have no flew planes in 19. Okay, first of all, that motherfucker flew planes in 1917. You really tell me you can even fly a goddamn biplane and all of a sudden knows how to fly a goddamn jet without issues? And that's that was another thing that I I know I said um, like he was so like he was very strong and and, and very capable. Second of all, second of all, Steve Trevor. It's very Lewis Black of you right now. That guy occupied that guy's body, right? Yeah. Where did that, where did that guy's soul go for? Yeah, for, the, for those for those yeah. two days and or two weeks or whatever. Was he, was, was he in Steve's dead body? Like, where did per, he end? Purgatory, right? I would, yeah. much, yeah. I would much rather like, watch uh, a movie based on that. <laughs> quantum Leap. That was a little Quantum Leap episode right there that we had going on. Maybe that's why you use references that get the old reference of quantum leap, but anyway, you know, I'm just saying, reference. you know, did he end up in the quantum realm? Like, <laughs> she hang, he's hanging out with uh, Ant Man for five years. Like, what, I, what is going on? Yeah, I it think just, it's safe to say none of us, none of us enjoy the film. All um, I was, I was on my phone a good amount. Um, <laughs> no, let me um, tell you this I watched about an hour and a half of the movie. And then I had I had to like pause it because the, the boys, you know, the twins, they wanted to eat. So I uh, so by that time, we're like, let's just finish watching it later, right? So yeah. we, my wife and I, we ended up driving. Crazy. We, we ended up driving all the way down to Downey because she she found a, this one taco place. It's called Tacos El Goyo or something like that, Longoyo or something. <laughs> They're like TJ style tacos, which are pretty good, by the way. So. We went there, then we found a nearby park in Pico Rivera to like eat and all that. So by the time we came back, we just started watching something else. And so we didn't fit I didn't finish the movie until the next day. So imagine imagine if Angelina had said to you in the season finale of The Mandalorian, 15 minutes in, Manny, turn it off. We're gonna go down to Downey and go grab some tacos. You can watch the Mandalorian later. I think you'd be Manny uh, Baragon's single dad of three people. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be living in some fucking mobile home park in Somar right now. Okay. <laughs> I, oh, man. you know, the one off of the 210 right before. Yeah, you oh, yeah, there. yeah. I know. Yeah. That one. yeah. Um, right by our now, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I, Just you live know. under a freeway. It's cheaper. <laughs> oh, it sucks. God, that movie was so I, terrible. There, there, I'm sorry. We, can, we can talk forever, just break this movie apart. Yep. Yeah, you know? and it, it wouldn't it, it wouldn't be fair to and, people. And then listening. the part, then the part when she goes and gets knocked off, she's trying to stop. She's trying to stop Max Lord, and she's just like chilling up in the corner. And all of a sudden, she's talking into the screen, like we wanted to live based on lies, but then right. oh. we realized. And then Angelina looks at me. She's like, "Who the fuck is she talking to?" <laughs> exactly. Like, like who the hell is she talking? It's like 
is she breaking the fourth wall? Like, what? yeah. Then we realize she has a lasso wrapped around the dude, and it's just yeah. like, oh, no. I don't own any TVs. I don't own a TV. I don't yeah. watch TV. Okay, so shut Cheetah. up. So Cheetah was now only... we're getting mad. Now Cheetah, getting Cheetah mad. was in it for five minutes. Going back to the con, the, the idea that she is one of Wonder Woman's most formidable opponents. She was just thrown away. Very, very venom, very venomish in Spider-Man the, Three, right? Away, yeah. Yeah, Spider yeah, Spider-Man Three, just kind of just thrown away. Throw away. Uh, oh, Venom's here. Bye. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> one of the coolest characters ever. Let's just put him in here for five minutes. But see, again, that's a, that's a difference. That's the biggest difference between the Marvel and DC, you know, uh, universes in terms of the films, right? The Marvel can take obscure characters, low-level characters, and make them Iron Man. Right. DC, DC has to focus on their big names, which is fine, understandable. But when you have the opportunity to introduce a villain like Cheetah, who could be a very interesting character, they just throw it away. Yep. They I mean, just, just copy, just copy what Disney does. I mean, it's not even that hard. Like, have Cheetah be awesome, have a no, spinoff no, on. Not, a, not, yeah. a, not, about, not about copying, just hire people who understand. Yeah. They're all working for Disney. Just hire yeah. people who understand the material. Yeah, that, that's okay? the truth of it. That, that's the biggest thing. And yeah, and that's far. why Mandalorian is so great, right? Because yep. you know that they're mega fans and you just yep. want like fans directing um, this kind of stuff for, for fans. DC, they need to hire guys like Kevin Smith. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Right. Like, yeah, not okay. direct, but right. Yeah, you're right. 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 Or even to just lay out the storylines be involved in the process like be involved yeah. in the creative process the producer yeah you know Something. you know what though there's no way that they would have hired no kevin smith will hire his daughter and no James right is. right no, right i mean it, it was it was dumb luck that they hired favreau for the first iron man yeah, right it was because because even though they obviously would want success with it they weren't counting on that kind of success right and 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 so it just so happened to be that it the is perfect what mix. It, the perfect mix. And so that gave Favreau a lot of juice going into the Mandalorian. When DC coming late to the game, they wanted to play catch up. They, they couldn't give it to a guy like a Kevin Smith who came in and was basically just a big fanboy, right? They needed to give it to somebody they felt was going to explode the, uh, onto the screen, right? And give them these, these massive hits. It didn't work out that way. And, yeah. and unfortunately, they needed to start out in that way. Give it to somebody who cares about the content. Yeah, and, and I, I do want to make this point because I did think about it earlier. And it's like, you know, Marvel does have a couple of flops, right? They don't have, and not sure. every movie is perfect. But when you build this, uh, when you have, when you stick to your script, right? When you stick to your plan, you are allowed, because of the story they built and the universe they built, they're allowed some dead moments in their movies because they're so connected you know that this is part of a bigger picture. So you, I think you're le- you're more willing to allow some of these campy moments in these movies, um, if they even exist at all, because they're so they're part of a bigger picture that you are very familiar with and you know. With DC, they feel like very standalone movies. They're not very yeah. connected. And when they are connected, they're connected poorly. Yeah. It's Iron Man 2, not the greatest film. At all. Or Iron was Man 3 it? was even worse. Uh, uh, um, I would say even the second Thor Oh, was a terrible him. movie. Yeah, not a great yeah, film. Yeah, Thor: Dark World. Yeah, but but they contributed something, 
to the overall, right? Exactly. And, and and maybe you didn't see it in that moment, but you saw it later. They even referenced that in, in some of the latter films. Yeah, right? and in Endgame, they went back to the Dark World. You exactly, know? Like, and exactly. What what and it's like if you want to build a DC universe, like what from this movie can you take and um, move move, uh, move on to the bigger universe? And the, and the answer is probably nothing. Right, because at this point, if they were to create a say a Legion of Doom film, right? Let's say down the road we get something like that, Lex Luthor and and, and, and Cheetah and Brainiac and all of those characters that we know. If you know anything about the Legion of Doom, come together. Yeah, give me the Brainiac, yeah. Uh, are, are they are they going to look at Cheetah and go, oh yeah yeah yeah, she's a formidable ally, somebody to bring into the fold? No, she was kind of, she was kind of just there. She didn't she didn't she didn't really add anything. You're Get not going to be excited about bringing her into the Legion of Doom, even though. She's one of the members of the Legion of Doom that we all know. So you know what I mean? They they did her a disservice. They did the yeah. character it makes a, it a disservice. More difficult to, yeah. to move forward. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um yeah. let's uh let's let's I guess that was a fucking turn, nerdy talk. make it make a no no, that's what this show is all about. It's called the Nerd Lot. It's not called uh the I don't <laughs> the know why I can't even see hit the stud lot. Not, yeah. yeah, definitely not the stud lot. <laughs> definitely not that. Um maybe for some. Sure. Uh so Manny, let's go to you, man. What do you, you know, let's give me five minutes. What did you think of this year? <laughs> really? <laughs> and, you know, so and, and not not from uh, as a as a fan as of if, what if, as if, a, if if twenty twenty was a movie, I'd be Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Oh God! <laughs> On a continuous loop that you had to watch over. And Just over. it's slow for a few months, and then out of something does happen. You know, like some excitement, like the Dodgers win the World Series and then there slows yeah. down and then the, the Lakers and, and then Trump gets voted out. And but then there's like a lot of like nothing in between. That's how 2020 felt. <laughs> yeah, a lot of unknown, especially with like the media, yeah. you know, like. Yeah. Um, yeah, I and then and then the fact that, you know, uh, Christmas was kind of a bust this year um, yeah. and so will New Year's Eve. I think you know it's just just a horrible third act, man. I I think um, I will say overall, in all honesty, that you know I, I mentioned this earlier. Like 2020 is kind of like the best of times, and it was the worst of times, and because there was some good that did happen this year for me at least, um, you know that wasn't COVID related because co- everything COVID it did affect my job. It did affect you know I would have been in a much better position at work if not for shit just slowing down um i would have been like on administrative on the third floor already if it weren't for this whole thing um but yeah, there was some good you know i did was able to get a, a gig on radio yeah i you know uh what else i got into grad school um you know things like that you know so there's some good some good here and there like you know my family has managed to stay healthy um, I haven't lost anybody real close, even though I have known some people who have lost some really, really close people um, to this vicious thing. But overall, you know, we just have to count our blessings, man. You know, I think we, we uh, this year has really given me the chance to really reflect on what's important. Yeah. That's it's the truth of it all, right? Now, mm-hmm. um, how about you, Alex? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, this year for me started off by my my very best friend of 25 years uh, killing himself, committing suicide, uh, deciding for, you know, reasons I'll never know, 
to, to, to take his life. Um, and it just went from there, right? Um, my faith in humanity was, was dealt a very serious blow when I saw people's reactions, not only to that moron we, you know, we have an office or had an office, but their reaction to, to, to COVID. Uh, the simple act of putting on a mask became this politicized uh, issue, right? Uh, the one that, that, you know, destroyed families, the mask, not, but it, it was a symbol of, of, of all of that, right? What was right, what was wrong? People's inability to see beyond their own needs and wants. Um, and, and, and in so many negatives that, that just kept hitting you, you know, uh, you know, people dying, uh, lack of, 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 of assistance from our governments, from, from, from those places and people that you think are going to help you through times like this. Um, and then at the same time, there were these little points of light, right? The acknowledgement that we were all in this together for those that that did want to be a part of something greater than themselves. Uh, being able to be a part of this show, being able to be a part of Manny's show, uh, things that were, you know, things to look forward to, right? Things to, 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 to think about and plan for and have hope for. Um, realizing that, you know, if there is a point where we can get beyond this, and I do say if, because I, I, I don't know yet, but, but if we do, that life is going to change and it's going to change for the better, that we are going to look at things in a different light, that we are going to, I know I am going to make more times, more, more time for the people that matter to me, my friends, uh, my family, the things that I enjoy, wipe out a lot of that negative extraneous bullshit and just focus on, on those things that really truly do make me happy, but also things that allow me to contribute to, to, to the world at large, right? So through all of that negativity, you know, you, you got you, that burns away and, and, and now hopefully just gives rise to hope. Hope, that's, that's what I got. And, 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 and that's not a bad thing, right? So, uh, as, as much as I want to leave this year behind, uh, it, it's also given me a lot. Things that I am very, very, very grateful for. And, uh, and I appreciate that. And I'm, I'm just going to focus on that. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a wonderful message. And I'm truly sorry about your friend. Um, and that's, Thank you. You know, that's, you know, you never want to be in that situation where, um, you know, you are forced to make that option or make yeah. that choice. Um, and, you know, I never want to speak ill of anybody who, who does that because that's a very, um, that's a tough, that's a tough place to be. And um, so my thoughts are with you for that. Um, because I know that even though it happened, like you said, at the beginning of the year, like that's not going to go away for you. It sound like, you know, you can wash your hands and you're good. You know, so uh, it's, it's going to be a part of you for a while. And on that note, I feel like this year uh, for me and for a lot of people, it's going to leave a lot of like mental scars. Yeah. Um, for a lot of people, um, you know, this was a very tough year. Uh, there, you know, just from, I think that was a really good thing you said, the belief in humanity, because, um, I, I saw a lot of, there's a lot of good, right. You saw from this where people staying home, like, like it's silly things like the, um, 
the good news show that um, Jim Halpert put on, you know, and, and that was awesome. He saw, saw good stuff and he saw people coming together, um, you know, looking out for older folks who are more susceptible to this virus. But then you saw like just this complete negative attitude towards a lot of different things. And you saw a lot of opinions, a lot of uneducated opinions. And I feel like that's kind of coming the trend of this world that uneducated opinions are taking over educated opinions or facts like facts are now becoming debatable. um, And that's scary to me. Uh, So I hope we can get past that. But for me personally, it was a successful year working wise. Um, I probably worked myself to the ground a lot. Like a lot of people did. Um, I got diagnosed with diabetes in June, um, which is going to live with me forever. But like to, to Alex's point, you know, I, I think taking the time to to be with your families and taking the time to be with your friends. Um, and I think this year really proved you, you know, friendship is not easy um, when you can't see each other and, you know, you have to make efforts to, to grow these relationships. And it's, you know, it takes two ways, three ways, you know, it, you know, reciprocation is needed. And I feel like this year showed who your true friends were, like your close friends that you communicated with and, um, and who were your acquaintances were and straight up who this year revealed also a lot of people that were kind of not great people, you know, Mm -hmm. um, whether that's your own friends, family, whatever, um, you might have had to cut ties with people. Um, it, it was just a very, um, a very wild year. Uh, I can really remember being at my desk in January and looking at um, the coronavirus stuff and thinking, like, I wonder if yeah. it's going to come here. And here we are, December 27th. And, oh, we did it come here. <laughs> it ravaged a lot. And it changed, it, like Manny said, it's, it, it's going to change the way we live. Um, hopefully for the better. Maybe we can have a cleaner society. Um, hopefully people can learn to trust medicine and not Instagram. And um, it's like, until you go to med school and understand stuff, I'm just not going to listen to your opinion. Um, because I like, that's like me spewing. It's like us three spewing stuff about st- like, we could just here talk about movies and <laughs> shows, but we're not getting into like things that we don't know because yeah. that's not intelligent. Um, and I just hope that we can get better as a society um, and just continue to come together. I hope LA can recover from this. I hope all the open businesses, I hope the people who, well, if we were a brick and mortar store, the nerd line, we'd be so screwed. I'm very thankful that we're just a podcast that we didn't invest a ton of money into this thing um, because we would have been hurting, really hurting like a lot of businesses. Um, so yeah, yeah um, like I know, for that. I know podcasts in general took a huge hit, a huge hit, man. Um, that as far as listenership, because people listen to podcasts mostly when they're community commuting. And I know a lot of people are not commuting now. So like, you know, it, it, it hurt our numbers. Big time. Oh yeah. My, and my listening is down too for the podcast. I love I'm, I'm working from home. So it's not like I can just tune out um, all day. I can do for a few minutes, maybe a few couple of hour, but you know, it's, it's a different environment working from home um, than you are at the office. Uh, I think that has been a huge adjustment for a lot of people. Um, but I will say one thing positive wise, I got to spend so much time with my son um, in his first year of this world. Uh, and that is something I'll never get back. Um, if we have kids in the future, I'll probably won't get to do that again. So I'm very, very thankful for the bond that we have um, and we established over the year. So that's been an awesome thing for me. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, um, anything else you guys want to touch on for the before episode end for the year ends? I yeah, man. You know, fuck Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, man. <laughs> I there's think, anything I, you know now it, it just it just makes me scared for uh the justice league snyder cut <laughs> oh god I, I you guys go from like giving like pouring your hearts out and i'm over here like man fuck that movie <laughs> well look we want to reflect on the year real quick um but we did start this movie we did this episode about talking about that movie yeah. and it's it was not um up to our standards um but i will say um i know two-thirds of this podcast saw this movie and i can't recommend it enough we won't get into specifics but soul is phenomenal it's oh, phenomenal yeah. yeah yes it's true i saw it last night and i loved it it's for this i was a teary-eyed little baby i, I didn't was, i didn't i didn't get teary-eyed but it just kind of reaffirmed a lot of stuff that i'm already processing through this year um and I, i'm a more emotional and, you know i'm pushing 40 uh in a few months and, you know, my whole life's dream was to become a filmmaker, right? To write movies and direct movies. It hasn't happened. <laughs> so, you know, the thing that I learned about that movie, Soul, is that, you know, sometimes people are so stuck in thinking that that's their life's purpose to do what they think they want to do instead of realizing that your life's purpose, your particular life's purpose is to appreciate everything that's in between and just yeah. to live, just to live a good life, you know, and that in itself, it just reminded me that I'm living a pretty good life. I really am. You yeah. know, I, I compared to, it's like to say, but compared to a lot of people, a lot of other people in this world and this country alone, I'm doing fucking phenomenal. Okay. I've, I was one of the fortunate people who did not lose their jobs during COVID. Um, I haven't lost any loved ones directly yet. Knock on wood. Um, you know, I've got to spend a lot more time with my children as well. And, you know, I've got to still, even throughout all this, I still am able to do my hobbies, which things that make me happy, even if it's just podcasts, you know, my radio shows, watching uh, wonder woman, watching just the fact that we're able to just sit you know? just think of the how fucking privileged we are it's pretty at awesome the, at, the, at the fact that us just sitting here complaining about a fucking movie is 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 is, is the biggest topic for us right how right. fucking first world problem is that it's, it's a you great know? problem to have i'm, I'm we're, you know we're, we're very blessed in that I, reality I'm, sh I'm sure there's some guy in some country who's worried that at any minute over the wall somebody's gonna launch a fucking warhead saying got to guys like us man fuck you man <laughs> you know um well, i do appreciate you bringing the realness right back you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> the seriousness but, of it but you're right like we are yeah. we are privileged i mean it is we, great we are, to be able are, to do this we are very privileged man we're doing all right you know it's not too bad, I, not too um, bad at all i think I, I, I don't know how else to put it, but I think that's the, the message that I was reminded of watching Soul. Oh, yeah, and that's, and that's a great message. Um, my grandfather was a jazz pianist, so that's why I was a little bit clo more closer to home because, you know, it made me think of him in, in ways that I haven't thought of him in a while, um, you know, because as you get older, and I'll leave it on this, like, you know, you your family isn't always, you know, what you think they are. 
Yeah. So um, it was nice to think of him in as a positive light. Um, that's for that's for sure. Um, and I think that's a great message. Um, if, if it's your if it's January thirty first and you haven't seen Soul, watch it, and you'll end this year feeling great, like you really and, will. And I will say, as far as Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, I will say that watch it. You know, if you haven't seen it, don't oh, let our opinion yeah. dissuade you. Because there, you can there, want you can love it because because there are things from it that I that I. People who tell me that they generally enjoyed it, I, I can see why. Yeah, I, I can I can see why. You know, and 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 this is a movie where like if people tell me that they honestly love it, I'm not going to shit on that person. No, you know, life is way too short. You like what you like, and who am I to shit on what you like and dislike? <laughs> so I, all I can do is just tell you what I think about it. Yeah. But you know, give give it a chance. Give it a chance. Uh, you may be one of the people who like it, you know. And and if you like it, hey, that's great for you. Yeah, good for you. Right, I, you I, have I, something good. I, I told this. Fun. One, I told this one person on Twitter. I said, you know what? Uh, I'm glad you liked it. I wish I could say I liked it like you did. Yeah. I wish. I wish I found it as entertaining as you did. You said you know? wish. I. <laughs> if I if I had a hair that could move, it would be moving right now. Actually, Alex looks more like Pedro Pascal. Dude, oh my God! Like no, no, I could have swore that was like we, is yeah. Maxwell Lord on this call. Um, tell yeah. me, what do you wish for? <laughs> yeah, tell me. You have to tell me what you like. Okay, Alex, can you just like, what is it? The no. <laughs> I know you were off for a few days on Christmas, but like you're very weird right now on Monday. <laughs> I gotta uh, get a blonde wig. Yeah, you can do it. They're on sale right now. I'm sure. That's All the true. With shoulder pads and everything. Yeah. Right? Uh, with that, but, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna do it for our episode. Um, and for 2020, um, we'll be back at some point in January for season three of the Nerd Lot. Um, and it'll be fun. I guarantee that. I don't know what it's what our shows are gonna look like. We're gonna talk about that and figure it out. Um, maybe we'll have some big gimmicks like Wonder Woman. I don't know. We'll see. Well, guys, I just want to say I wish you all a very happy New Year. Um, spent, I know it's going to be shitty this year. We're not going to be out, out partying or anything like that. Um, but just do the best you can, you know, uh, I'm probably going to be home, just me, the wife and the kids. And then we'll probably end up watching Ghostbusters too at the exact moment and try to <laughs> time it so that when they sing happy new year in the movie, it actually strikes midnight here, uh, in real time. But you know, that is probably the nerdiest thing you have yeah. ever said. And that's why you're on the nerd lot. <laughs> yeah. Guys, awesome. Happy new year. Yeah, happy new year, new year. And, and, and I wish you guys a lot of success and just overall, just happiness in whichever form that may bring you happiness, health, very simple stuff. You know, um, let's just be thankful for what we got. When um, did this turn into a fucking soft fest? Uh, Fuck you guys. Right up. <laughs> hey, this is the way it is. Um, but this is the nerd lot. My name is Brandon. My name is Manny. My name is Alex. And it has been an absolute pleasure um, all year round. We'll see you we'll guys see next you year. Next year it is. <laughs>